I'm Cam. I'm Casey. And we would be hanging out a lot this summer. But are unfortunately separated by quarantine. He's in Maryland. And he's in New Mexico. So we figured we'd start planning the road trip now. Every week we'll pitch a song to create the perfect road trip playlist. And probably veer off topic quite a bit. So this is Cam and Casey Casey Across the Country. (laughs) Cool. All right. Well, uh, let's get started on the theme. What's today's theme? Theme, uh, the theme is nostalgia this week. Any kind of song that you have a strong connection with is what cool. we're talking about today. Yeah, I've picked out like a whole slew of songs because all of them are pretty like short memories. There's not like big, long conversations. But I'm I'm waiting for you to go first because I don't know if the tone is like – I don't know what the tone is. I don't know how goofy okay. or how like I think it's serious. Gonna be pretty goofy, if I'm being honest. I think it's going to be kind of goofy, a okay. little bit serious. Um, I think I'm going to start with the the joke, the most joke song I have on my list. Um, okay. It's not at all someone I listen to any time in my life. I've only listened to this song and this <clears> artist <throat> because of a friend I had in lower school who was really into him. Um, and he was, I guess, kind of the first artist I quote unquote paid attention to. Mm. Which is going to sound really weird once I reveal who the artist is. But this is the first guy that I was like, ooh, I would like want to get like CDs of their music. And I want to get like a poster of this guy because he was like an artist I was aware of. Okay. But every time I hear this song now, I only think of that friend from lower school. Um, and the song is Beat It by Michael Jackson. Dude, oh, that's funny. <laughs> Dude, because I was I was thinking of pulling an audible and being like, oh, the first CD I wanted to buy and the first CD I bought with my own money was the Michael Jackson number one hits. I was obsessed. Me and Will had the um, both had a Michael Jackson face at the same time. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, he was the first. I, like I think like goes through Michael Jackson face. Yeah, I think it's like either Michael Jackson or like I don't know Prince maybe like or just like another yeah. kind of. But yeah, I was he and I were like on the same wavelength michael jackson was the first like artist that i fit that i like liked by myself without influence from my parents my parents liked him too but like i I felt like the one that was really into him it's funny because my parents really didn't like michael jackson like just never really a big fan of his music at all okay and so when the first artist that i really started caring about was michael jackson (laughs) they were kind of like really nice (laughs) it could have been anyone (laughs) All right, cool. Well, I'm sure our listeners know what the song is, but let's uh, let's let's hear it. Absolutely iconic. Fantastic. It still goes hard to this day. Do you think it's your like? Do you think it's your currently or your current favorite Michael Jackson song, or have you picked another one? I I, I think it's this one. I think this is. I think this this was my favorite then, and I I still think it's my favorite now. If I had to pick a favorite Michael Jackson song, okay, cool. Yeah, I'm not. I've I've kind of forgotten most of his discography, which sounds embarrassing because he's <laughs> like the biggest music artist of all time. But honestly, "Beat It" is like the one song that I could recall from memory. And would have to say it's my favorite out of everything he's made. I, yeah, I like, I think I have to say, okay, then I'll ask this question. What's your favorite era of Michael Jackson? Like you could like, like album wise, like, I don't know. You can kind of pick, you can kind of take that question how you want. I feel like 
for a while, especially when I was listening to him a lot in like lower school with my friend, I feel like the early, early stuff, like even going back to like the Jackson five okay, was like the stuff that hit the most. And I would say the later stuff, not so much. I think his early career as a standalone Michael Jackson, separate from the Jackson five would probably be my favorite. Okay, cool. I've always been a fan of the in the middle era bad has always been my favorite album Mm -hmm. so like kind of before he switched over to being a a white man um (laughs) dude that album has bad and man in the mirror and the way you make me feel dude that's my favorite one dude i always like black or white did you ever like that song honestly i don't know i don't remember that one it was like the fake sam (laughs) it was like late late um and the the it had to have been the 90s i think because the the music video had macaulay culkin in it yeah according to spotify 1995 i don't think i ever got that far listening to it okay i think a lot of the stuff was like his late seven i'd say mid 70s to early 80s was like okay spot for um my favorite michael jackson era um but yeah definitely the biggest hits like thriller beat it bad just they still they're still great to this day they, they don't really feel like they've aged poorly yeah he may have aged poorly and his legacy might have aged poorly but the Agreed. songs are still good <laughs> the songs still slap dude it's like art over artist but he's dead it's fine whatever <laughs> r.i.p michael jackson i'm sorry i'm sorry i think the way you make me feel has always been my favorite or not always but like currently because beat it was my favorite for a long time but then mm. the way you make me feel now is like it's such a good like peppy love song and it's like reminiscent of Billie Jean, kind of. I don't know. I like right. it. Yeah, I was about to say Billie Jean is also one of the one, one of my favorites. I remember back in yep. the day. He's got some iconic music videos too. Like not even like Thriller, oh, yeah. not even including Thriller, which would stand on its own as like the best ever. But like the bad one in the subway, and then the the Billie Jean one where he's like stepping on all the glowy stuff. And I mean, he invented. Oh, I, I mean, he did invent the moonwalk, right? Like that's his. No, dance. he. I think he popularized it. I think. Okay. I think it's it's like somebody. Almost every popular artist, like their iconic thing. Maybe this is an over exaggeration, but a lot of times their iconic thing is like a smaller artist or somebody that they knew personally who taught them. I think the moonwalk was taught to him by somebody else. I could be wrong, but I think okay. I think so. I would say honestly, the dance move that is his is the one where he's sort of like on his tiptoes and grabbing his crotch and like oh true sticking his arm out to the side but yeah, yeah i mean like he was such a just as good a dancer as he was a singer i was obsessed with michael jackson god i loved him <laughs> there's any part of a song even the smallest things became iconic like his ad libs the like classic like yeah. high pitched like he <laughs> and they like how do you how do you get so big that just ad libs are like Dude iconic <laughs> you know michael like jackson was like sounds. i would argue that he's in like the top 10 most famous people of all time <laughs> like he oh, was yeah. so famous and the fact that like you and i were obsessed with him te- like for, first of all five years after his death probably um mm. and then like 30 35 years after these songs came out it's crazy I, I can't bring myself to watch the documentary about him i'm like nervous <laughs> oh no <laughs> Can't like I like I, I like I know that he was a really bad person, or at least that's what I've what I've heard. But it's just like so sad because he was the first he was the first artist I was really early into. Yeah, yeah, it is super unfortunate. But anyway, 
that's since you did a that's my first nostalgia song. That's kind of goofy. I kind of like that. So I'll I'll pull an audible. I'll do a goofy one. Hell yeah. Um, this one I don't know if I mentioned this story briefly in the throwback episode. I might have. So this is also like kind of a throwback song. It's not. Uh, it's still sort of like it's our era throwback for sure. But we didn't bring her up in that episode, and I'm kind of. As I've gotten older, as much as I didn't like her as much then, I'm appreciating now how good she was at making just, like, really great pop songs that were pretty inventive for the time. Um, So my song is Alejandro by Lady Gaga. Oh, Yeah, so uh, first of all, amazing, like, just inventive pop hits from the early 2000s that I did not appreciate when I was nine years old. I picked this one in particular because you were saying nostalgic, and it's not my favorite Lady Gaga song by any means. I'll probably say Paparazzi might be my favorite. I don't know. There's a bunch that I like. At, for the t- at the time, I didn't actually like her all that much at all, honestly, because I thought it was, like, almost too weird. But this song in particular, this is a nostalgic episode, specific stories. So me and my neighbors, uh, who I talked about in that throwback episode, the the girl was my age, the son was my sister's age. So I was probably, she and I were probably in our, like, we're both like 10, and then our siblings were like six, seven. We... Choreo- we created a little short play film that led up to this song that we then choreographed a dance for. Bruh, um, that's sick. <laughs> and I don't think it was ever recorded. I don't think we actually ever really performed it, but it was like me and did the choreography and then and my sister did the script, which is weird because I was the one who like liked writing <laughs> and I also like was never into dancing all that much, but and I just did it, I guess. Oh, no, no, no. Me and did it. It was like boys and girls. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Me and did the script or the dance, which is very funny. I think we just we were just like, haha, boys doing a dance. I don't remember, but <laughs> you know, clad as boys are in early middle school. I remember it kind of slapping though. It was pretty. I thought it was a pretty good dance. Most Lady Gaga songs, I feel like, were made to like dance to. Like, yeah, you could argue any pop song was made to like dance to, I guess. But like, I don't know the hit like Bad Romance, Alejandro, Paparazzi, Poker Face. Dude, they're all on the same album. (laughs) Yeah, they're all not only they're yeah, exactly. They're all on the same album. They're all hits. Dude, and telephone with Beyonce. Oh my gosh, yeah. I wasn't aware at the time, back in two thousand nine, but I feel like she must have been like peak pop radio music at that time. She, I think she was. Yeah, I just think she has a very original voice that I did not appreciate at the time. That I am appreciating a lot more now. I feel like she separated herself by being different tonally. I yeah. feel like you could play any Katy Perry or Taylor Swift song and switch around the artist singing and the instrumentals in the background, and they would all sound the same. They There's not like, you don't hear a Katy Perry melody, and you're like, oh, that's Katy Perry. Yeah. But you hear like the intro to... I think it's bad romance. And you're like, this is Lady Gaga. Like, you know right away who it is and what you're about to hear. 
I feel um, bad for this slander on Katy Perry. I do like Katy Perry, but she's just not as interesting. I used like she had some good ones back in the day, but I feel like she's fallen off pretty hard recently. Oh, her new stuff is any, pretty bad. I don't have any hate for Katy Perry. She hasn't done anything wrong to my knowledge, but uh-huh. it's just I have no love for her newest stuff. I think I feel bad. She kind of she... hit her prime early on, and I think she's just kind of been drifting off since. Yeah, she had a whole. I think she had a whole like breakdown. I feel bad, um, but her new music I just don't think is as strong. And she had that whole like thing where she basically co-opted um, the empowerment anthem by stealing from Sarah Bareilles. Like she oh, did. That was insane. Yeah. Sarah Bareilles did "Brave," and then she did "Roar," and it was like pretty clearly the exact same song. Yeah. Um, and I do really like Sarah Bareilles. There also is something to be said that she isn't blatantly ripping these people off. Like there are artists who will actually like go into lawsuits for taking the exact same song. Like at the mm-hmm. very least, she's not doing that as far as I'm aware. Um, and I don't want to like be th- just throwing out slander to Katy Perry. <laughs> Cause I like, I think she is a very talented artist. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think ta- like somebody like Taylor Swift has been able to reinvent herself a little bit stronger than Katy Perry has. <laughs> we're so quick to slander drake for like pretty similar things but then it comes to Katy perry and we're like no 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 she can come back <laughs> we, we got faith but when it comes to drake we're like nah we don't we don't yeah drake. i don't i don't trust kill all men we i don't trust it we're biased podcast and we fully accept that <laughs> but yeah that was a that was a good long time on my song so what's your song all right so my, i'm gonna double up here because it's basically the same kind of context as far as the nostalgia aspect but okay um i have like two songs that i associate with my parents pretty strongly like one song for my dad and one song for my mom cool um and it's funny because i don't think either of these songs are their favorite songs by like any means (laughs) but Uh i've just i remember from an early younger age up until now like if i were to walk into the kitchen and like my mom is baking something like this song would always just be on and I don't okay. know what Pandora was doing. I don't know if Pandora knew what they were doing, but it just was always there. So for my mom, the song is called um, Run Around Sue by Dion from 1961. Okay. okay. My mom's a big fan of 60s music. Um, and I, I do think the song slaps as well. Like it's still, it goes hard. <laughs> I think this would just be a fun, fun road trip song in general. We'll play this one first, and then immediately after you'll say the other one, and then we'll talk about it. All right, what's your uh, what's your papa song? And for my for my dad, I got Everybody Wants to Rule the World by Tears for Fears. Okay, cool. 1985. Sweet, those are fun fantastic that one everybody wants to rule the world that was on this album my parents had it was like top hits from the 80s or something like that and i remember me and my brother went through this phase pretty shortly after we moved to maryland 
where we just like loved that album. Like this one was our favorite. I remember, I think was it called like ninety nine Luft Balloons or something oh, like yeah, that yeah. was on there. <laughs> um, and so like all those songs, like despite the fact that they came out like in the eighties, like I can picture the house we were living in at the time and like specifically the living room where the dvd player was like listening to that song several times um all the time i should say and it's just it's so ingrained that like i can't hear either i can't hear that song without thinking of my dad i can't hear the other song without thinking of my mom because they just for whatever reason always came on when i would see them whether uh-huh. it was you know my dad in a living room playing games or something or my mom was baking something like every time <laughs> when i was younger it just always clicked um and i'm really happy that they're really good songs that i like as well yeah that's good that's cute i uh i love like talking about new songs but there is like like obviously there are some fantastic songs that have come out in the past like i i do okay. think that music i think any kind of art form this is maybe an unpopular opinion gets better and better uh that's also like me being a youngin but (laughs) these ones are great these are super fun i don't know i don't have too much to say about them because i like i know them but i don't listen to them like all that frequently i would say i love them because i don't listen to like 60s or 70s or 80s music ever Mm -hmm. like i'm never just gonna turn on a playlist from that decade yeah um but there are some hits that kind of come out of nowhere. Like I'll go for a few months up to a few years without like hearing a classic from like the sixties or seventies, but then I hear it again. And it's like, despite the fact that it came out, you know, maybe 50 years ago, several decades ago, at least it sounds mm-hmm. like a new song because you forget about it or you're learning about a new one. And it's fantastic because it's new music to you, even though it's not sure. new nowadays, any music that's new to you is still fun just to listen to. Um, and I, that's what I really like about these is these aren't songs that I listen to every day. These aren't songs I come across often, but when I do, it just kind of immediately makes me kind of happy, like to remember right. these songs and be like, okay, nice, good stuff. Yeah. And both these songs are from two pretty distinct musical eras with the sixties and the eighties. Um, for you, like going back, whether it's those two decades or whatnot, what kind of musical decade era genre do you think is your favorite to go back to like for you personally that you would actually listen to on your own i think i gotta say 80s i think that's the most music that's the that's the decade i was most knowledgeable on for a while Mm -hmm. that's the music my parents played the most and i think that's the music that has carried over into modern music the most yeah i would agree with that i my mom was is like a huge fan of 80s music, like synth pop 80s. And I just, I think because I listened to it so much I was when I was younger, I just like do not enjoy it anymore. I get, like, I, I like its merit. I do like some of the songs, but like so many of them were played when I was younger and I just didn't latch on to it in the same way. So it's funny that like, I really like songs now that are reminiscent of 80s songs, but I'll listen to an 80s song and like not enjoy it <laughs> that much. <laughs> There are definitely some there are definitely some hits from back then that I don't like. You know, some of some of them don't really carry over too well. Mm-hmm. Um but I totally agree with what you're saying. I feel that way about the Beatles, which is really weird to say because they're like the number one artist of all time. Like some of them right. are classic, some of them are great, but I don't know for whatever reason the Beatles are just one of those kind of older bands that never really translated. 
All right, well, that's a good segue into my song because guess who picked a Beatles song? <laughs> Dude, that's that's the next Audible I'm about to pull. This will be the last song for the episode because I was trying to think. I was like, because I didn't even, I didn't think about uh, songs I associate with my parents for this episode. Um, and you had picked one for your mom, one for your dad, and I I have like eras and genres that my parents like. Like my mom is a huge synth pop uh, '80s. My dad is much more sort of into like alt rock from that era. Um. Okay. Like my mom was a big Duran 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 fan. My dad's like a big Zeppelin fan, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the music that our house could agree on was the Beatles. Like we like oh, okay. both my parents like enjoy. I think uh, both the other ones. Uh, but overall, like the Beatles is the one that we we can all agree on, including myself and my sister. I always I latched onto the Beatles for some reason. I always really liked them. And then this song, because it's hard to pick a song because there's so many iconic ones. This song is not my favorite, nor I think would it be their favorite, but it's a double whammy because it was on my list for specific memories too. So I'll explain that one after I play it. So this one is a little bit sadder. This one's Let It Be by the Beatles. And in my hour of darkness, she is standing right in front of me, speaking words of wisdom. Let it be. Let it be. Let it be. Let it be. This one was on my list for specific memories because um in <laughs> you're gonna totally laugh at me from this for this memory. Oh, the in seventh grade was when I was at the height of confidence for my singing voice. And it was also when my voice was changing <laughs> from being of a high register to a significantly lower register. And for whatever reason, I picked that year to be really confident about singing. And because I'd always been into performing and acting and stuff, and I had auditioned for the Allstate Choir chorus and did not get in. And then, because I was like obsessed with doing it in the falsetto because I couldn't hit those notes anymore. And then the last day of school rained, and usually it's field day, but because it rained, (laughs) I know exactly where this is going. Because it rained, uh, they did karaoke for some reason. Mm-hmm. And everyone, not everyone, I'm sure it was just me when I was younger, being narcissistic, people were like, you should sing. And like, te- I think certain teachers had said that to me. And I looked in the little catalog book and I didn't know any of the songs like by by heart or by, by all of the lyrics, except for Let It Be. And Let It Be, all Beatles songs are like this, I think, but it's deceptively high. Like it doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. seem like it's that high. But it's a very high song, particularly the chorus. And I like didn't know how to hold, where to hold the mic, and it was probably really bad and like really flat and really loud. And I sat next to this kid. I sat next to our friend Ian afterwards, and I was like, w- "Was it good?" And he was like, "It was loud." <laughs> I love Ian. Um, so like just wanting to be nice and not wanting to like insult me um i remember that vividly that was fantastic because that was so (laughs) you were really good friends so i was laughing so hard (laughs) dude and it was like in the gym with the entire middle school i don't know how i didn't get embarrassed honestly i i kind of commend myself for that era for not being so embarrassed about it um but yeah i think it was pretty pretty damn bad and but that being said, that's the specific memory attached to it. My parents always have been be- big Beatles fans, and as much as I understand a lot of people like 
criticizing and and not liking the Beatles totally valid, reasonable. Um, because they're so popular and have been like so respected for so so long, um, it's one of the things we talk about a long time. Where if somebody gets a lot of love, that they're inevitably going to get a lot of hate too. Um, mm-hmm. So there is a level of that kind of changing i think on like social media where it's like it's almost more popular to dislike the beatles which i'm not saying that's necessarily a bad thing very valid criticisms a lot of their songs are the same i think they probably stole a lot of stuff from like black (laughs) artists like any other era of music um but i do really like them i've always liked their big hits Uh, my dad had this big music book uh, or like guitar chord book of all the beatles or not all but like a lot of beatles songs and i always really liked that um so i'm just i'm just a pretty big beatles fan ultimately i've always liked the beatles nice i like that i always remember this song not because of the music but because up until a pretty old age i thought it was letter b, not letter <laughs> b. and it's I, neither I just so you know so here we go now <laughs> we can understand my embarrassment on this situation. it's let it be <laughs> why wouldn't it be let okay you know what so it's, anyways it's not about mary it's kind of about mary have yeah. embarrassed ourselves over this song um <laughs> we both have one of us just did it at 6 19 p.m today it. yeah it's bad anyways um i feel like i remember i have like associations with imagery with the Beatles mm-hmm. more than their music okay like, i remember the album my parents had it was like a collection of Beatles hits and it was just the number one. Oh yeah yeah like a yellow one with like the red background like i remember that and then I remember, I don't know if it was like an animated short or if it was a music video, but the Yellow Submarine animation. Yeah, it's a it's a feature film, actually. It's a whole movie. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I remember that super well, like the, the, the blue guys, mm-hmm. the Yellow Submarine itself, like that's very vivid in my mind. I really don't remember many of their songs off the top of my head. Obviously, if you played them, I would recognize them. Mm-hmm. But like off the top of my head, I wouldn't be able to be like, oh, yeah, that's my favorite Beatles song. Like, that just wouldn't happen. Cause I just right, sure. I don't with Beatles that much. But I, like, remember, like, the Yellow Submarine movie and that album cover super-duper well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I, like, I, I understand why they're so why they're so famous. I don't think that, like, if somebody were to be kind of, like, overrated or underrated, probably a little overrated just because they're so highly rated. I do love them. But it's, mm-hmm. like it's almost as if they created music sometimes or like, (laughs) yeah, I mean, I think they, I think they did popularize certain aspects, like certain song structures, certain, um, I don't know, lyrical tones, but, uh, I, I kind of appreciate them for how weird they are sometimes, which is kind of taken for granted. I think sometimes because they're so traditional in a lot of their songs in general, but like they were kind of of that sixties era of psychedelics and, they do a really good job, I think, of distinguishing eras that we uh, that we commend so often of artists changing their sound and changing their genre. Um, you can just see it by the length of their hair. <laughs> um, I I mean they've they took pretty staunch political uh, stances in that era. Not as not like that matters to me personally um, because I wasn't alive in the '60s, but. I don't know. I've just always appreciated um, what they did for music and culture and have always been a pretty big fan of the Beatles. And I'm also mad that that movie got made yesterday because that song book that my dad had, I remember thinking to myself when I was little, very specifically, which is why it's weird that this movie came out. 
that I was like, what if had what if all the Beatles songs went away and I had this chord book and I could just do all the Beatles songs? Like I thought that to myself. And then Danny Boyle oh, made a <laughs> movie out of it. Because that movie is terrible. And big yikes. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. I, I like the Beatles though. They're, they're fun. They're cute. Yeah, they're there. They're there. <laughs> they exist. They're they're there. I don't think anybody who dislikes the Beatles is like wrong by any means. Like I like, <laughs> I totally get it. Um, love them or hate them. I think they did a lot for music definitely to be appreciated, but I totally understand the criticism, but yeah, that's, uh, that's the Beatles. The Beatles. And this turned into a, a lot more of a throwback episode than I was expecting, but I'm kind of happy about that. Yeah. yeah it worked. I like it, it. We seem to be trending back into positivity, which I'm liking because I feel like me the too, last couple too. episodes were a little more somber, a little slower, a little sadder. But I felt yeah. like we didn't really have a sad song as episode. I'm happy. I about. think we're because we we kind of hit sunset, which was last week. Um, and so now I think there's definitely a little bit of like a second wave when it starts to get a little bit later, um, where you're like, I don't know, happy to be. Happy to be alive. You're getting a little that slap cheesy. Happy. Yeah, yeah. You're, not, you're not falling asleep at the wheel. Like you're not tired, but it's definitely mm-hmm. like it's a little night. silly. Like you probably just ate dinner, so you got a full belly, and you're feeling <laughs> so- good. And so we're whipping out some some more upbeat songs, some positivity. So to go along with that, next week's theme is kind of fun because we can both interpret it the way that we want. I think we'll probably have a similar genre interpretation just based on the the title. But this has been a. <laughs> It's definitely silly, which I'm excited about. It's a popular sort of like Twitter, TikTok meme at this point. Um, so next week's is uh, main character songs. So okay, songs that make you feel like the main character in like an indie coming of age movie. It's late. You're in your you're in the car with your friends. It's dark. Windows down. No one's on the road. You feel. We you feel infinite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. Okay, I like that. So yeah, main character songs. Take that how you will. I'm excited. Thank you everybody for listening. We hope you're having a wonderful week. That's it. Thanks for listening. <laughs> well, see you next time. <laughs> see you next time. <laughs>